You are now listening to Discover Your Potential with renowned radio talk show host and certified holistic practitioner, Cindy Gilman. So listen, participate, be inspired. Know that you can discover your potential. Here she is, Cindy Gilman. Well, hello, hello, hello. On this Thanksgiving weekend, although I think every day should be a day of gratitude. (laughs) So why don't we try to think about some of the things that we are grateful for each and every day. Some of life's greatest gifts, joy in your heart, your mind, your soul, peace with yourself and with the universe. Now, it's a funny thing about the word heart. Heart isn't just an organ in our body. The word heart means so many different things. Heartfelt, heartache, heartburn, (laughs) heartless. Zing went the strings of my heart. So many different things for the word heart. And, uh, you know, this begins the whole season of holidays. And along with that, we have certain expectations. Sometimes they're met with success. Sometimes they're met with disappointment. But I hope yours are filled with joy. When we think about the holidays, we often think about our loved ones that have passed over. We think about past holidays when they are here with us. But spiritually, I feel they are with us, that their souls, their spirit is with us and watching over us. So think about that. Think about all of the wonderful things that you think about from your past. And if they're painful memories, then just lift them away. Lift them away and go to the most peaceful place you can think of and allow yourself to be at peace with your heart. Today's guest is a person who not only knows about the physical heart, but she also knows about the emotional heart. Christy Cronin is a nurse practitioner and is experienced in primary care and cardiology. She has over 11 years of nursing experience, six as a nurse practitioner. And she is living in Tampa, Florida, where she is not getting snow like we are right now in New England. So if you'd like to call in, and I hope you will, I always ask, please call in if you have a question or you'd like to add something. The number to call is 888-627-6008. I'm going to repeat that, 888 627-6008. And if you've missed any of our programs, some of our past programs and programs from my past, 
are streaming on, I believe it's YouTube. If you go to YouTube and press Discover Your Potential, uh, then press Podcast, you'll hear them. I want to thank our listeners because that's what this program is about, to help you to discover your potential. Some people ask me, why do you cover so many different areas if you're just a spiritual medium, not just? I believe that people who are empaths, people who are intuitive, people who are mediums care about every aspect of people's lives, not just connecting with our loved ones, but in the specific areas of your life maybe that you need to change, maybe that the universe has sent you a message to change. Well, Christy, welcome to the program. Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. I know that for you, this is a very... It's a dual interest, not only because you're involved in primary care and cardiology, and understand that, and you've had several publications in the Nurse Practitioner Journal, but also because you understand anxiety and depression. So let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely, and I think that it's something that's so important to remember that our mind-body connection is extremely vital to our overall health. So as you're mentioning, it's not just about the physical, the mental is a huge part of this. And unfortunately, anxiety and depression is a big issue that we face as Americans. Um, About one out of every six adults will experience depression at some point in their lives. And there's about 40 million Americans that are experiencing anxiety. Yeah, and I think especially this season with the holidays, Some people might feel alone or feel that they have no one to share the holidays with or they're thinking about loved ones that have passed that aren't with them. Um, But I also feel that there are some misconceptions about the difference between depression and anxiety, and maybe you can give our listeners um, a better understanding of the difference. Of course, and I do agree with you this time of year. It it can be very difficult while it's a very happy time. There are some difficult things that come along with this season. So I think addressing this is is really wonderful, and the biggest thing is that we don't want people to feel alone. Um, So with depression and anxiety, a lot of times what we find is that they do tend to travel together, meaning that you may be experiencing both. But that's not always the case. Um, They can be separate issues as well. And when we speak about depression, um, what this essentially means is it's a very sad or down mood that typically persists longer than two weeks. So it's not just your run-of-the-mill bad day, stressful situation, you're feeling a little down, sad, it's a little deeper than that, sometimes much deeper than that, and it typically lasts. So it would involve um, some withdrawal, sometimes some fatigue, tearfulness, 
difficulty with sleep, either sleeping too much or not sleeping at all, um, feeling a lack of energy and motivation, things that once brought you joy are no longer bringing you joy. Right, and and sometimes it's not even just the circumstances in our lives, but it can be chemical as well, whether it's bipolar, depression. Do you know what I'm saying? Correct, correct. So sometimes it isn't even just rooted in what we're experiencing in life. There is definitely a connection to our chemical makeup that can right. lead to these symptoms and these feelings, and that um, a lot of times can be the case, and we may not know exactly why we're experiencing these feelings. Some, uh, what I find often with clients is very often when they're in a very deep sense of depression, they're not really aware of it because they're so deep in that emotion. So sometimes it takes a loved one or somebody close to that person to acknowledge that what they are experiencing is depression. Absolutely, and that um, that's very common. A lot of times the people around us are close to us will be the ones that kind of pick up on a change in the behavior or just a change in the way that you are going about life. And and that is a way that it's kind of brought to the light. So I know sometimes when someone's going through a difficult time, it really depends on how you approach them. What would you suggest for people who are listening and they have a loved one or friend or partner that's experiencing depression, how do we approach them without pushing them over the edge? Of course. I think it's always important that you approach with love and respect and kindness um, and maybe just opening up the conversation and asking, you know, how has everything been going? Have, have you been feeling well? Are things going well with work or with different circumstances? Just kind of start subtle and hope that that starts to open the door for some further communication that you can gently prompt and see if they're willing to open up a little bit more about what might be going on. Good idea. Now let's get to, I mean, some people may have to see a therapist or in conjunction with a therapist if they need some sort of medication or even a naturopath who can give them Mm -hmm. something to lift some of that depression. I completely agree. (laughs) Let's go on to anxiety because a lot of people right now are feeling stressed, frightened, anxious. I could name a number of adjectives or adverbs to... uh, to describe it. Of course, and you're basically defining it. So anxiety comes with feelings of worry or excessive unease or apprehension. Um, True anxiety tends to build over time. So what you would see is that those feelings tend to progress rather than get better. 
So, again, we're not talking about just that um, life circumstance that has you a little stressed out more than your typical. And as that situation passes, you start to feel better. These feelings are typically deeper and tend to build and escalate. Now, what about the person who has an anxiety attack and doesn't understand what it is? Sure, and that can be very scary. And with that, um, a lot of times with anxiety, people will experience panic attacks. And this is an excessive feeling of worry or fear, a feeling of doom. Um, And it is typically accompanied by some physical symptoms. So that might look like shortness of breath, um, severe nausea, or even like episodes of vomiting. There can be... um, Feelings of your heart racing or just feeling like you're about to die is another way that it's described. And those things can come on out of nowhere. They may be unexplained. It could be um, at a time when someone is just in the shower or sitting down. It doesn't necessarily have to be triggered by a specific event. Is there something you could suggest if somebody starts to have an anxiety attack or what you call a panic attack that could ease them. I know that as a certified hypnosis counselor and relaxation counselor, um, I've given people certain exercises to calm them, but once you're in the throes of a, a real panic attack, it's difficult to just say, okay, I'm going to get out of this, but what would you suggest to someone to help them lift away that attack? Absolutely. I think the important thing is to try to remind yourself in that very moment that this is going to pass, that it's not going to last forever, and it's going to go away. You're going to get through it. You're going to overcome it. Um, again, like you're saying, certain activities sometimes might help if if shift into um, counting. So sometimes taking slow, deep breaths and counting diverts your brain so that you're not focused on the panic. So that is something. If people respond well to deep breathing or meditation, being able to try to take that shift and slow down, sometimes that can be very helpful. Um, But it's In a way, if you're able to divert it and remind yourself that this is going to go away, sometimes that will start to ease it up and relieve it a little bit quicker. I generally ask people to go to their most peaceful place Mm -hmm. that they have been. That can be in their backyard, sitting on a, a lounge chair. It can be by the beach in the woods. And then just slowly count from 10 to 1 backwards. And by the time they reach 1, feel a sense of relief. Yes, I think that that is a perfect way to explain how to to react and try to overcome in that moment. What got you interested? I mean, you're a nurse practitioner specializing in cardiology. What got you interested in this other area of emotional healing with depression, anxiety? 
So um, in primary care, believe it or not, we see a lot of it. There were days where um, in my list of 20 patients, three to four a day were coming in for anxiety or depression. And it didn't always present that way. They may have been coming in for uh, a cold or a backache or something different. Mm -hmm. But as you talk to them a little further and they also begin to become a little more comfortable with you, they start to open up and say, you know, there's really another reason why I'm here. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to you about these feelings that I have been experiencing. And that would open the door for me to have these conversations with with people. And I don't I say that so importantly because they're people, not just patients. And what they're experiencing is very real. It's very more than individual. just the physical. Yes, and it, it is. It's so important to take that individualized approach and be understanding of what they're experiencing. So I think realizing that it affects so many more people than maybe I would have originally thought mm-hmm. has prompted such a strong passion for educating about it and also wanting to let people know that they're not alone in this. And right. when you do bring it to the light, then healing can begin to take place. So before you went into primary care and cardiology, you were working in a general practice? I was a an RN before I became a mm-hmm. nurse practitioner, and I worked um, anything from ER to um, to cardiac units to bed mm-hmm. surge, which is just general. So I had a nice plethora of experience as an RN before making that shift into being a nurse practitioner and then settling into primary care. So now you are living in Tampa, Florida. Correct. And your weather today must be wonderful. It has been a beautiful weekend, yes. <laughs> Thank you. We are having snow. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My car is covered. The road is covered. Yes, winter has arrived. <laughs> I may need some suggestions from you about depression. No. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It does bring that. I will say that we're we're lucky here with with the sun that we have and the light that we have. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And you are married with the mother of your mother of two children. That's correct. How old are your children? Their bo- their birthdays are both in December. So my oldest, uh, my son, he is about to turn seven, and my youngest is our daughter, and she's about to turn four. Wow! So you've got two young ones and still doing all this work. <laughs> yes, it's busy. <laughs> but that's such a wonderful, you know, it's such a wonderful age when they're that young because everything is so new and pure and. They look at the world with open eyes and don't see a lot of the negative stuff that's going on. They just want to live life and experience new things and see new things and read about new things. Of course, if they can put down their iPhones and their notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, no, it's sad because I think, in some ways, I think we're bringing up a, a generation of non-communicative children that just, they'll be standing next to each other and texting each other. It's very, I'd yeah, like it's very hard. to see people talk more. <laughs> I agree with you. I think we do our best to limit that as much as possible. Right now we're in a, a an electronic free time where we've had no iPads for the last week or so, and it's been very uh-huh. hard. So you put your foot down. Mm-hmm. So I want to, um, in your nursing experience and as a nurse practitioner, What have you learned about yourself? So much. (laughs) Um, I think that that's another reason why I'm so passionate about depression and anxiety is because I've experienced it myself. And when Uh you can relate to your patients on a personal level, it makes a world of a difference. You start to understand their place and you've been in their shoes so your empathy there is much different Um, and in that I have learned so much from each of my patients I've walked with them through some of the hardest and most triumphant times in their life it's such a gift to be able to do that with people Um, so I really don't take it for granted oh you brought your grandmother today (laughs) <laughs> wow, I just felt her. <laughs> wow, I just felt her. She just tapped me on the shoulder. Oh my goodness. So she's going, Don't forget to talk about me. <laughs> she was quite a character. Oh, she was the best. And I have the necklace on for her. I was making sure that I wore that today because I like to have her with me, this, especially this time of year, like you're talking about. I she love to. is with you. Yes. <laughs> and she's still wearing that apron. Yeah. <laughs> so she must be ready to bake. Yeah, I'm not surprised well, by that either. She loved, loved What did she like to bake? She keeps saying, talk about my favorite things you liked. Well, I mean, she makes flan, which was my favorite. She makes the most amazing flan I've ever had. Sorry, Mom. Yours is still really good, but. (laughs) So what was it she made? Uh, Flan. She's Cuban, so she makes an amazing flan. Ah. And when I lived down in Miami, I got a chance to taste some of that. It's, It's phenomenal. When it's made. Definitely. Yes. And when it's done perfectly well, yes, it's amazing. Oh, she just went, but mine was the best. (laughs) 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 She said she used to make something around the holidays that she was known for. There's a few different things because we always did a good Cuban meal, which my mom continues that tradition. So we always have that with black beans and rice. And we would do um, balamia steak, and she would do the whole the whole thing. What kind of steak? Balamia. So it's 
just like a breaded, padded down steak that goes mm-hmm. well with the black beans and rice. Wow. She's laughing. Showing me a whole <laughs> tray of food. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, she, it's like she knew what everybody's favorites were. And it brought her so much joy to be able to cook for people and to, to that see that they would nurturing enjoy the nature. And I think in some ways you handle being a mom. You take your your cues from how she was. I love to hear that. And I hope that that is true because it's all to what she passed into my mom. And if mm-hmm. I can be half the woman that they both are, then I'm doing okay. Oh, your grandmother just went, you're more than half. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says in your biography, your mission is simple. Help as many people as possible and tell as many people as you can about spiritual grace. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have your scientific background and allopathic medicine as a nurse, but you also look at it as a spiritual responsibility as well. I do. I think when you have been given a lot, mm-hmm. it's our responsibility to share that with others. And anything that you can do to help somebody else is is the right thing to do. And being able to do that brings me a lot of joy. It's interesting. What I've found over the several decades that I've been doing this work and even... Uh, before I was just doing this work and doing my other work, uh, I always saw that people who were healers in some way, and I look at you as a healer, Mm. they always had experienced something, and it may at the time have been negative or painful, but they were able to come out of it through the other side. And then people would come to them or they'd be able to bring to them that that understanding because they experienced it. So in many ways, I look at you as a spiritual healer. Well, I appreciate that. And I hope that I am able to bring some peace and joy and healing to others by sharing my story and sharing my passions and be able to just bring that help to somebody. So what you experienced was anxiety or depression or both? I actually have walked through both. Well, it sounds like you're doing a good job of getting through that and being able to pass it on. Christy, can you stay with me? We have to take a short break. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. 
As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. And we are live. And thank goodness from, from, for Doug from BBS Radio, because not only does he keep us streaming live, he keeps me <laughs> streaming um, <laughs> So, uh, for those of you who just joined us, welcome on this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, It's a kind of interesting weekend, people having dinner with their family or friends, stuffing themselves too much, (laughs) maybe, and uh, then, of course, all the shopping starts, and... uh, then people get anxious and depressed and nervous, and although they keep saying people are going to be spending more this year, or maybe not, <laughs> it's uh, it's an interesting time of the year. I've seen uh, a lot of rude people. Everybody seems to be in a rush, in a hurry. But let's make it a good one. Try to be polite and kind to people and. If you're driving on the roads, be nice, be kind, be patient. My guest, this is Cindy Gilman, by the way. If you're just joining us, uh, you're listening to BBS Radio. And if you'd like to call in, if you'd like to ask a question to either Christy Cronin or myself, I hope you will. The number here is 888 627 6008. Christy, are you there? I'm here. Good. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the book that's coming out that you've written. Sure. Uh, The book is called Black Balloons. Am I right? That's correct. So explain what the book is about and explain why you called it Black Balloons. Sure. So a black balloon is a metaphor for a very difficult or unexpected circumstance that comes into our lives uh, when we were not thinking that that was the thing that was going to happen. It's hard and, and it takes us down. Um But the truth is that we have everything that we need to pop the black balloons in our life and experience ultimate freedom. And the book details nine difficult circumstances, but also details the outcome and the growth and the strength that comes from finding freedom and overcoming. What what are some of the nine that you talk about in the book? I talk a lot about uh, my relationship with my father. I talk about um, my parents' divorce and infidelity and the things that went along with that and how that um, has affected me and affected my worldview, mm-hmm. uh, my view of spirituality, and how growth has come in all of those areas. 
Um, I talk about friendship. I talk about heartbreak. I talk about anxiety and depression. I talk about um, one of the most difficult circumstances that I would have experienced was um, my pregnancy with my son and how that ultimately is what brought um, total freedom in my life. How old is your son now? He'll be seven in December. So, yeah, this month. <laughs> Happy, but what's his first name? Jude. Oh, what a wonderful name. And, and he's mm-hmm. going to be seven. Mm-hmm. That's great. Was Do you look at him as a miracle child? He is my miracle child. He is the child that I believe saved my life. Yes. Because I keep getting, this is my miracle child. You're exactly right. So let's hope people call in because I want to hear if if they're going through something, how you and I can help them. The number is 888-627-6008. This is the time to call in because we only have another 15 or 20 minutes. So if you're going to call in, call now. 888-627-6008. Doug will be there to answer the phone. And if he gets a call, well, we hope he'll get a call. I know (laughs) people are listening. Do you think sometimes people don't like to call on the air because they're afraid either somebody will recognize their voice or they're too embarrassed to talk about their situation? I think that fear comes in that, sure, um, especially when we're talking about topics that are, a li- you know, they're deeper when we're discussing anxiety and depression and those sorts of things. It it. I think there's fear that comes with that, that it might hold people back from from wanting to open up. Sure. Yeah, and especially people who have gone through abuse of some kind, whether it's physical abuse from a partner or sexual abuse when they were young. Um, I had a woman many years ago who was an elderly woman, and she had been sexually abused a few times as a young person and never told anyone, never told mm-hmm. anyone, too ashamed. Uh, it just wasn't, she was afraid she wouldn't be believed. And she went through her entire life with this, uh, with this secret. And mm-hmm. um, finally, you know, I began to talk about it with her. And, um, you know, she said, I've never discussed this with anybody. Anybody. I said, and, and, you know, you could have been helped. You could have gotten some help. She goes, well, what if no one believed me? What if they thought I made it up? What if they think I'm crazy? Mm -hmm. And um, there are many forms of sexual abuse that people may not even consider as sexual abuse, because so many predators uh, make young people or children feel that 
this is how people express affection. Have you had people come to you with this type of problem? I have. I've I've walked through this with several of my patients, and um, it, it is it's heartbreaking. And it typically is that conversation where, just like you're saying, you know, I haven't ever told anybody this, but I I feel that I'm ready to open up to you about it, and then we're able to start taking those steps towards healing. But. I mean, an immense amount of strength comes with that, with that first step to tell somebody. Exactly. And a lot of people are ashamed. They feel that they caused it. But mm-hmm. it's not shameful to discuss. It's It takes courage. It takes courage to come forward and seek help. So much courage. And, you know, sometimes, besides a person like yourself or myself, it takes other people who specialize in that area to really help them get through it. I mean, I've had people from young in their teens, 20s, up to people in their 70s and 80s who... uh, who have been through horrific experiences, but once they start to, once they start to understand, it's not something to feel ashamed about. It's not something that they caused. It's uh, it, it, you're a victim of somebody else's problem, but you don't have to remain a victim. And maybe that's. A, how can we explain to our audience getting from feeling like a victim to becoming a survivor? Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's that first step. And it typically takes that one trusted person that you feel like, this person is not going to judge me. I think I can be really honest with them. And that person might look different. That's going to look different for everyone. That right. might be a friend or a family member. That might be your primary care provider. That's where it's come up for me because people build a relationship with their provider. And then they finally feel comfortable saying, this is something that I've been walking through. Um, do you think we can work on this? Is there something that we can do? Right. We're going to take another short break, and please stay with me, Christy. Uh, I've got a couple more things I want both of us to talk about, and I also want to give out information where people can uh, get your book, Black Balloons, but also get in touch with you. Uh, So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. 
For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. And we are back. There was another topic I wanted to discuss. First of all, um, for people who would like to get in touch with Christy Cronin, let me explain one thing. Her first name is K-R-I-S-T-I, Christy. I know people spell names different ways. Everybody always asks me, well, how do you spell Cindy? I just go the traditional way. Yeah. <laughs> but Christy is K-R, as in Robert, I, S, as in situation, T as in Thomas, and I as in I. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're going to Instagram, it's Christy Lee, because there's another Christy Cronin. There was somebody out there that already had that handle before me. (laughs) you, you You have a spiritual twin somewhere. Somewhere. Well, maybe not spiritual, <laughs> but at least a name twin. But yeah. on your Facebook page, it's Christy Cronin, and Cronin is C-R-O-N-I-N. Now, if they want to get your book, which I think is wonderful, not only for people who are experiencing um well, everybody experiences some difficult circumstances and unexpected ones. Um, like you say, when we were expecting puppies and unicorns, uh, mm-hmm. we're handed something else. Although it doesn't make sense, uh, it allows the black balloons to be handed to us in order for us to grow. And that's what this program is about, to help people understand that in order to live up to your potential, sometimes, whether it's God, the universe, whatever you go to for your highest spiritual source, something is sent to us to make us look at things a little different. And sometimes within a period of change, change might be scary, it might be difficult, but sometimes it brings us to a point where we can say, huh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, or huh, this is where I'm supposed to be living, or huh, this is the partner that I'm supposed to be having. So how would they get your book? Sure. So we're set to release in January 2020. It'll be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but you could also visit my website at christycronin.com. And that's K R I S T I. <laughs> Correct. So, let's talk about something else. We talked about people who are handed, you know, black balloons. We talked about people who've gone through abusive situations. We talked about people who are dealing with depression and anxiety. And one of those things can be if people are involved in a relationship with a dysfunctional person, 
maybe somebody who is constantly projecting their own problems onto their partner. How can we help them to understand, not to absorb all that, but to understand that they are projecting their own stuff onto you? Absolutely. I think in those situations, it's so important to remember that our identity is not wrapped up in that other person or in that relationship. Our identity is so much more than that. And because of what they're going through, that doesn't have to define us. Their negative moon or their negative energy doesn't have to bring down our day. So you are individual and your identity is not defined by that person. I think, and and maybe if we could define what projection is, um, very often people who are not confident or not um, aware of their own shortcomings, they will project them on to someone else. And it's so important for that person not to absorb the dysfunctional person's stuff because there are people who are so connected, they start to believe that they're, they're dealing with this negativity. Mm-hmm. They begin to take it on as their own. So how can somebody not absorb all that and release it and let it go? Like releasing the black balloons. Mm-hmm. I think that's just continuing to use our healthy resources to overcome, too, and realize that while you might love that person and you can be supportive of them, it it doesn't have to define you and you don't have to take that on. So continuing to work on being the healthiest version of yourself. And I think even that sometimes can reflect positively on a partner. Right. I think very often, you know, uh, Gary Zukov, who is one of my favorite people, um, one of my favorite writers, I, I look at him as a modern philosopher, and he wrote the book, well, he's written several, but The Seed of Your Soul. And one of the things he talks about is the difference between a traditional marriage and spiritual partners and how for centuries people married not because they were looking for a spiritual partner but because they thought it was the right thing to do. Maybe because women felt they needed someone to take care of them or someone to support them, uh, and I don't mean emotionally support, but financially support, 
or men felt that, yes, it was time for me to be with someone and to have a family. But when Gary Zukov talks about it, he feels when you've met your spiritual partner, it's somebody that may not share everything in common with you, but are there to spiritually encourage each other and together encourage the relationship. What do you think about that? I think it's beautiful in that that is how relationship and marriage should be done, that both people bring that to the table and are wanting to grow together and to continue to lift one another up and agree, grow spiritually together and feed into each other in that way. Um, I do want to make a quick point on that because sometimes it can be hard if one person is devoted to that and the partner isn't. Yeah, Um, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. um, You are intuitive. Um, but my advice on that, too, is just to continue to go full force on your end and give the other person grace and just continue to do what you know is right and strive for the best on your end. And I think eventually things can shift, um, but don't lose heart on that. Right. Um, as a person who's been through divorce myself, Um, I knew that when one person is working toward a marriage and a marriage of faithfulness, a marriage of encouragement, um, and the other person is living another secret life, I knew I had to get out. And some people are just too afraid to get out. Right. And in those circumstances, that's definitely different. And when it when it is something like that, that I see personally as pretty cut and dry, then the approach is, is kind of that acceptance, but agree that it, it is hard to make that decision right. to step out. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people, whether it's because of their religious background or it's what they think, oh, they're pe- what are people going to think if I get a divorce? What are pe- people going to think of me? And I think, it, you know, it, in in some cases, we need to be a little selfish. You know, it's not good to be selfish all the time, but sometimes for our own healthy spirit and mind and and even our health to be a little selfish and to move forward to get out of an unhealthy situation and and know that there is a healthy situation that you can find Health is on the other side a lot of times. And and two, uh, we're not designed to be miserable. There's so much more. Absolutely. And and anything is possible. Anything is possible if we believe it. Uh, As Dr. Wayne Dyer always talks about, 
change your thoughts, change your life. But you have to believe it. You have to feel it. Not just say the words, but believe it and feel it. Once again, I'm going to give you Christie's... Um, where am I? Okay, your Instagram is Christy Lee, K-R-I-S-T-I, Lee, L-E-E, or her Facebook page, Christy Cronin, and Cronin is C-R-O-N-I-N. Christy, I wish you the best of luck with your book. I truly appreciate the time you spent with us today. I know that our listeners... uh, got a lot of good information from you. I wish you happiness. I, I, I wish you joy in your heart. Thank you so much, and I wish the same for you. I'm so grateful for your time and our conversation today. Thanks, Christy. God bless. And that is it for today on Discover Your Potential. I'm Cindy Gilman. If you'd like to reach me, it's 401-885-4115. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Uh, Interesting program in a few weeks. Um, A program program on a subject that I think everyone should think about this time of year. And (laughs) that is forgiveness. Forgiveness, a Bold Choice for a Peaceful Heart, written by Robin Kasargent. So let me wish you all a very happy, well, those of us in New England will be cleaning off our cars tomorrow. (laughs) Have a great week. God bless you all. Do something nice for someone this week. Do something nice for yourself. This is Cindy Gilman. See you next time. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401 885 4115. Hello, I am Ron Hayden of Voices Unlimited. I've been writing and voicing radio and television commercials, toys, games, corporate sales and training, and so much more for over 25 years nationally and globally. I will write or co-write and voice your radio or TV spots, on-hold messages, or whatever you need in one of my many voices or celebrity voices, custom characters, or an announcer voice. A great gift idea. Have me make a celebrity phone call for a special occasion. Just go to www.ronhayden.com to sample my voice demos. Email me at rhvoices1 at msn.com. I look forward to working with you in a high voice, a low voice, or just my voice.